The Nerd and Tie Podcast is unsurprisingly a part of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts from actual play to true crime to witchcraft, go to nerdandtie.com or join our Discord at nerdandtie.com slash discord. Did you know you could sponsor Nerd and Tie? That's right, for just $20, we'd say something cool about you. We'd compliment those shoes. We'd even say hi to your mom for you. That's right. Just go to nerdandtie.com and click on the sponsor information. Or you can contribute to our legal fund by going to gofundme.com slash nerdandtie. On this month's edition of Nerd and Tie, no, you can't ethically conceive the, the Roroni Kenshin remake. The Last of Us trailer sure looks Last of Us. Four people and premiere. Lower Deck Return, and we discover the Rings of Power. All that in the Vomit Hat Steve Challenge. Tonight, on Nerd and I. Yay. Yay. Oh, good. You can hear Den again. We had, so, so we were dealing with some technical things, getting ready for a delightful show. Due to connection problems, um, you may hear a little bit of white noise on this episode of Nerd and Tie. That is fine, and we'll all handle it uh, because you didn't pay us any money for this podcast. I'm cursed by white noise, and you can just imagine an angry Muppet. That's what I'm feeling right now. Angry Muppet vibes. In the form of an angry Muppet, oh, yes, is uh, our our beloved Tolkien uh spoken person it's gen frock what spoken it's definitely a real english word that i didn't make up just now don't oh don't look yeah anymore. sure 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 <laughs> laughing hysterically and trying to not uh destroy all technology around them trey dorn I I exist in a state of perpetual <laughs> concern for the electronics no, just a state. in your home or life. It's just a state. A, a state, not not, not a specified state. what state. A state. A state. It's yeah. funnier if it's just a state. Oh no. And here to lend my knowledge and harsh your buzz, I am of course Celeste Pleiades or Star Twin or whatever you want to call me. Celeste is best. Uh, <laughs> Celeste Subaru. Yeah, although again, apparently if we know the white noise isn't coming from your radon thing, we may as well not give you cancer this episode. Oh. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, one second. <laughs> we made we made Gen turn off the like anti radon thing in Gen's house. Because we thought it might be causing the uh, the white noise on the call, and we have discovered that that is not the cause. And uh, both Celeste and Gan muted themselves for a minute there, so I was Aha! just left talking. No cancer for me, baby. <laughs> um, it was just uh, I had a frog in my throat from earlier, so I'm trying to spare the audience. It's just this moment where I'm talking, and I realize that everyone else has muted themselves on the call. <laughs> I had to physically go and turn it back on. You're the fine. switch is on the ceiling. Oh, what a feeling. The switch is on <laughs> the ceiling. Yeah. We have so, left the rails within... We haven't even... So, I, I we haven't even we, touched the rail. We're, we, we, we need to... We need to probably... I understand wanting to be a bit goofy because our first story um, sucks and then like most of the rest of the show is pretty positive honestly i promise but let's get the the crappy thing out of the way um so our first story this week um is uh something that i wish wasn't as near and dear to my heart as it is but it absolutely is um so just uh just this last weekend the first trailer for a remake of the shonen jump anime uh and manga originally uh Roroni Kenshin just had its first new trailer, a brand new series, a remake of the classic samurai anime. If you told me about this back when I was 16 through honestly like 28, this would be a reason for me to be excited. 
unfortunately, I don't live in that world anymore. So, um, for those of you who might not know, uh, back in 2017, the author of the comic book, manga, whatever you want to call it, uh, Roroni Kenshin, Nobuhiro Watsuki, was um, accused and then pled guilty to possession of child pornography. Like, this is not, like, a small allegation. This is someone who writes a comic book for a magazine called Young Boy Jump. Like, ostensibly writes a comic book for a children's magazine. And he was caught with kitty porn. And all he had to do for it was pay, like, basically, I believe it was $1,900 in fines. Uh, His comic was canceled briefly, and right now, as we speak, as we are recording this, he is still writing a brand new Veroni Kenshin comic book that Shonen Jump regularly publishes, and this new anime is functionally an advertisement for. Like, I get it. For people out there who might have grown up with that manga or anime, I understand loving it. I loved it. Uh, Honestly, until I read Berserk, it was probably my favorite comic I've ever read. It's... It really was a life-changing comic for me. It got me into history. It got me into martial arts. But it was written by a predator who hurts children. And if you support the new series, you are giving money for that guy to go out and hurt children some more. I do not believe that a $1,900 slap on the wrist is going to stop the guy. And you probably shouldn't either. I'm sorry to be, I, I, again, I don't like being this negative at the beginning and everyone's really quiet, which is freaking me out. Yeah, no, it's, uh, (laughs) I mean, what do you, what, what do you add? Like, yeah, I I mean, that's disgusting. It's absolutely gross and disgusting. And the the fact that you got such a little slap on the wrist for a horrifyingly disgusting act is upsetting to say the least insult to insult to injury like the author of one piece has like gone out of his way to try to clean up watsky's image so that's kind of tainted that a little bit for me too and again it's not like i don't understand people who might be excited for this i this is my favorite comic forever but i haven't watched the last two live action roni kenshin movies which is saying something since the first three were amazing like, really well-made films. But guess what? It's not worth supporting a pedophile over. Yeah, that's usually a bad thing. It's usually a bad thing, yeah. I mean, it's... I'm sorry that it's so cut and dry, but yeah, it's just... Please do not support Nobuhiro Watsuki. Please don't give Shonen Jump money to keep him employed. This is bad. He is a bad person. Maybe I'll go into more in-depth, cryy stuff on my personal channel. I just wanted to get that out of the way. I, I think it's really gross that I've been seeing some people in the anime community trying to... If you didn't know, I hold nothing against you. If you know and you're giving me some bullshit about separating the art from the artist, kindly just shut up. Don't. Just yeah. please don't. There's no separating the art from the artist when, again, the person is paying for child pornography. <sighs> so that's that's a really ugly yeah. way to start this show. I'm sorry, guys. That is, yeah. So in other words, don't 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 engage with the new Rory Kenshin stuff ever. Just don't. Just don't, please. Just don't. 
there but, are there are many other things you can spend your time on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about them. <laughs> yeah, if we want to talk about adaptations that uh, adaptations of that are a bit less on the problematic scale, uh, so HBO Max put out their first trailer for the live action adaptation of the video game The Last of Us, um, which. Uh, I actually just finished watching the trailer before joining the Skype call, you guys. Yeah. Um, sign me up. I it looked interesting to me. I I dig it. Like, admittedly, a really strong cast on the show. Um, mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal doing nothing to um, like ruin himself from being type ca- or to stop himself from being typecast as accidental dad figure. Right. But, uh, <laughs> Oh, there he is. There's there's our buddy Pedro Pascal. What? A, I mean, like he's a reliable. He's charismatic. He's good at action roles. He's good at reluctant dad roles. I get it. Good casting. Um, the the young woman playing Ellie. Um, was uh, I'm a big fan of her from like some of her earlier stuff my my wife is really into like children's tv okay so she would often watch the worst witch sometimes while having in the background gotcha. while sewing yeah you see, know what like, that was you know what's it was good background a noise. weird thing about the casting of ellie is hmm. that she i so the the voice of ellie in the video games um let me see if I, I just want to make sure I have the, the, um, uh, it's because the, the voice in the video games is Ashley Johnson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ashley Johnson, uh, was a child actor, um, when she was young. And actually the, the weird thing for me is how much, um, uh, is it Bella Ramsey, the name of this kid? Yeah. How much she looks like a young Ashley Johnson. Like, that is kind of weird now that you mention. Like that. it's it's just it's just a strange it's a just a little strange thing that like it's clearly not the, because it's not like the character in the game really resembles Ashley Johnson. You know, it's no. so I'm not so it was a strange thing that like I you know, I turn on the TV I you know, and I, I put on the trailer and I was I was watching the trailer and seeing seeing Ellie being like, uh, that is not the face I expected them to cast a person with. However, like it's yeah, it it's just it, it it was it was like this is it was weird to be reminded of the other person who plays the character, even though the character doesn't resemble that actor in the games. That. <coughs> Pardon me. Oh, still a little frog in my throat. So, no, I'm I'm excited to see what they do because, again, I, I really do like Pedro yeah. Pascal. Oh, I yeah. like Bella Ramsey. Like, her, um, especially uh, most of the stuff I've seen her in has been family-friendly. Like, the animated series Hilda, absolutely a delightful little show if you get the chance to watch that. It's very cute. And I'm excited. To, she has very good acting chops, and I'm kind of excited to see her doing something uh, orders of magnitude more intense. So I think that'll be kind of fun. Yeah. So you have you have two strong leads. Concept is the the original game is a classic for a reason. Well, part one. But, but part one, yeah. Well, <laughs> I there are different I don't opinions even about how good to the different part opinions two about number two, but. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play it. I don't know. I didn't actually get to touch the second one. But I, I will say that the... Someone buy Celeste a PS5 and a copy of the game. <laughs> yes, some, please someone, buy me a PS5. Yeah. So it was, one of our listeners, like all ten of you, <laughs> one of you, go out and buy Celeste a PS5. So we can get her full opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I need. I, you can get my full opinion, and then, uh, and then I'll get sidetracked uh, trying to create the uh, anime characters from Cyberpunk Edge Runners in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It'll be fine. Anyway, <laughs> oh, it's 
it's a very based anime. Not to get too off track, but highly I, recommend it. Very. I was based. just thinking, like, it's how. Why is it this hard to find a PS5 uh, <laughs> this far into like the PS5's been out for what? Um, how long is that? Like two years. Two years. Yeah, and you still can't find them. There, the uh, there's a podcaster I listen to who is like, I haven't played a video game for a while. I decided to go to a store and I to get a PlayStation, and I was like, Hey, can I get one of those? And they're like, You need to get a ticket. Apparently, you can't just go to a store and buy a video game box. Like, yeah, it's well, I mean, like, here's the thing with like, and this is completely unrelated to anything we're talking about really in this episode, <laughs> it's but kind of related. Um, it's PlayStation. But, but but the thing about the PS5 is just remarkable because like there are some games like Cyberpunk is going to stop supporting uh, the earlier consoles, but no one can buy the new one, so it's like yeah, yeah. they're they're cutting their market. Yeah, yeah, the uh, huge version. The that entire uh, expansion for Final Fantasy VII remake that's only on PS5. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, what a terrible decision. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's nobody. Really PS5 exclusives decision. right now are just. If if we were in a normal world, the two years into the console's lifespan would not be a big deal to like drop support for the previous console generation, right? Like in a normal mm-hmm. world, but like it. I because of the chip shortage, it's taken me literally a year to get my goddamn truck. <laughs> <laughs> I finally have a build date. I'm excited, but like, let alone yeah, getting a a video game, getting a system. video game like, system. I just yeah yeah. It's <laughs> like, sir, madam, I just, I just want to, I just want to play as Yuffie. Can I not have to get a PlayStation Five to do that? You must Sorry, have a PS Five really for off track, But <laughs> yeah. PS Five just because Sally's a Yuffie stan. Uh, I mean, you could go play replay like the mobile version of Final Fantasy Seven. That's. I mean, I have the original. I have a PS One. I have a PS Two. I have my original memory card. Like I could just play it on the original I have, hardware if I, I have, wanted. I have to. original hardware. I ha- cannot find my memory cards to save my life. Oh no! I have so my like, games. I have no cards. Yeah, yeah. You should just cosplay as Yuffie and go parkouring. It'll be like the same thing. It'll be yeah. It'll be close enough. I definitely yeah. won't get here, horribly here, hurt. Here, you it's, go parkour. You parkour. I'll pilot a drone behind you to get the third person shot. Yeah. Yeah. I like short shorts. It'll be great. We'll yeah, see, this will be we'll, fun. We'll, we'll see how good you can jump from building to building. <laughs> this, <laughs> this cyberpunk got too real. <laughs> so, where were those so, reels again? Last, Last of Us looks fun. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I don't know. It looks like it'll be fun. I'm sure it'll probably be worth our time. It's a fine trailer. Good job, Last of Us people. Yeah, you, you didn't screw up the trailer. Good job. <laughs> you didn't screw up the trailer. <laughs> Who Very knows? Low bar. Like, I don't know. It's like we used to talk about trailers a lot more on this show. Uh, it happened especially because we used to be, you know, every like two weeks instead of, you know, once a month. Right. Uh, but so, you know, to fill time, we talk about trailers. But like it's what do you, do you learn that the visual direction is good for this show? That's what you learn from the trailer in this. Well, like, and. Plus, like, have we really been, like, super excited about trailers recently for anything? No. Because, like, most things have just been like, here it is on streaming, blah, blah, blah. I think the last time I was excited about a trailer was a Star Wars movie. Right? Like, I don't, like, even the superhero, like, there hasn't been, like, I've enjoyed the superhero movies that we've watched. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, and, um, but I haven't, like, you know, if, like, say the new Marvel trailer, like, I half paid attention to the Black Panther 2 trailer. I'm going to go out and see it when it comes out. I'm excited yeah. to see it. But, like, the trailers, like, don't hype me up. Mostly it's because I've watched so many trailers at this point of the nine years of us doing this show that, um, <laughs> I know every beat in every trailer and none of it is like, unless it's like, I guess like uh, there are a couple times with like a Star Trek trailer, like series trailer for a new show that I got a little bit excited. 
Um, but that's that's about it. Um, My issue is that so many trailers will literally just show you the entire movie. Yeah. No, that's fair. And I get annoyed by that. I'm just well, like, no, I want to figure out what's going on. I want to piece the story together. Don't tell me how, like, the overarching story away. Well, you know, and here's the other thing is, like, I think at least, and this is especially with the Marvel trailers, is that I often find myself um, less excited for the Marvel movies these days than I am for the Marvel TV shows. Yeah. I mean, the track record lately has been that the shows have been better than the movies i think i think it's more interesting i I think love and thunder got a bad rap because it was a follow-up to a better movie like because ragnarok was better than love and thunder but i I still kind of agree with that i I, really like love and thunder a lot i still think love and thunder was an enjoyable movie it just it well here's the problem is that um you lose one element that really kind of partially grounds the relationships that you had in Ragnarok, and that is the presence of Loki. And because they can't use any version of Loki right now because he's tied up in the TV show, um, there was no way, like, it's it's really, I think, that that's the big balance to, to Thor on screen is, and you see that a lot in Ragnarok, is the, the relationship with, with Loki. But again, he's tied up on Marvel television where all the fun is right now. I'm trying to give you a segue, Celeste, here. Um, yeah, no, no, that's fair. Because, you know, there is a Marvel television show that's currently airing. And uh, I uh, am enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah, we talked about uh, it last month. But we should talk about more because more have aired. Yeah, more has Ooh. aired. She-Hulk Attorney at Law continues to uh, continues to be consistently very funny. I'm very much oh, yeah. for it. Um Boy, oh boy, uh, like, if the closest, the most negative thing I can say about the show right now is, Disney, you can afford to pay your animators, freaking pay them better. Yeah. Like, especially if you're mm-hmm. going to have your main character be CG so much, you can afford to freaking pay these CG animators. Do it. Yeah, it's just an industry problem, though, and not really a specific She-Hulk criticism. No, I know, but that's how that's how desperate I am to find something negative to say about the show. <laughs> um, I'm really enjoying. I'm uh, really, here's really something enjoying negative. The lawyer show vibe. Sometimes they don't have an ask for credit scene, and I'm disappointed when I get to the end of the credits. Oh, that is fair. <laughs> that has been me the last couple weeks. They to set be us fair. up to expect them every episode, and then they stop giving them to us. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually that does bother me. <laughs> I was so upset. I was so upset that they did that. <laughs> I'm just like, where's my little where's my where's little Where's the tag? You the gave end. us tags like three <laughs> weeks in a row. And I really love those. Oh, it's I the, they're so good. I love Tatiana Maslani so much. I bet I've been singing her praise on this show for a very long time. I like all of the um I like the supporting cast too. They're all good. I yeah. like oh, yeah. normal They're people all good. trying to make sense of living in the Marvel world. I think that's inherently a funny concept. Yeah. <laughs> and I I love like just the interactions between the characters and just like the ex- the like instant acceptance. Um like the one guy who like has a sneaker collection. Yeah, <laughs> and she's yeah. just like Oh yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> like she doesn't diss him at all. She's just like, okay, cool, let's run with this. But like even like so like even like I love I love Jamila Jamil's character on this the the recurring superpowered influencer. Oh who, yeah. Who I did not even recognize. Yeah, Titania. I did not even uh, recognize her because uh, like when she first showed up because she's doing that voice that. <laughs> like, Whatever voice she's doing for Titania is just inherently hilarious to me. It's she's very good in that role. Oh, I yeah. I loved the uh in the recent episodes we had a uh superhero um uh costume seamster. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Who was very I didn't know I needed a uh a snooty uh Avengers fashionista, but 
here he is, and he's amazing. <laughs> and he's apparently making Daredevil's new costume. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> they're putting Matt Murdock in the yellow. I'm so excited for the yellow Daredevil costume. I don't even know why I'm excited for that. But <laughs> it's, it's such just... a weird thing to put him in. Like, I, yeah, like, it's it, so it, doofy looking. It was, the Marvel Comics got him out of that costume real fast for a reason in the comics. <laughs> but it's, I, I, I love it. Like I've seen photos of what the costume actually is going to look like. Uh, and I think it looks cool. And I, I love that they're doing it. But it's still like hilarious to me that like that's how they're going to different like update the character like the show but whatever for like the disney plus era of the charlie cox daredevil i like the i i really was hoping since we have like this big name fashion designer doing it for him i'm a little disappointed i was really hoping that they could play it even as a comedy beat of matt needed a new costume and he bought some uh, he went out to buy red material and like the the person at Joanne's lied to him or something and just he's got to work with it. That is terrible. Oh. Oh. All right. I'm a bad person. So She-Hulk is still good. Um, She-Hulk is still I, good. Yeah. I, I don't I, know how much more of a review we can really continue to give the show. Uh, let the haters be mad let's... about the twerking. Oh my god, they're People getting mad about How the twerking is... was so weird. I'm that like, is so weird. It's weird that there are it's still so people dumb. upset about that, and I don't understand. It's so stupid. Like, come on. Well, you have to it's understand. It's totally Celeste, in character. These people have never had the touch of a woman, mm. and are That's entirely possible. And are unfamiliar with the concept of women because they've never seen a woman enjoy themselves in their presence. They assume they don't yeah. ever. Yeah, it's just not so I get that. No, yep. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um <laughs> You know, it's while we're while we're looking at Disney Plus, uh, I want to look at something a bit uh darker and farther away. Some might argue a long time ago in a galaxy very far away. Far, far away, but Far, far away. It's true. You're far, uh, far away. Andor. And, I am. Andor. The d- d- first three episodes debuted. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh it, my gosh. Oh my gosh. It <laughs> certainly is exactly what they described it to be. I'm very on board for this. Rogue One was one of my favorite movies of recent memory for Star Wars. Um, I like Star Wars a lot when it's not about Jedi. Or, um, and is just, uh, I don't know. Um, you know, I like Diego Luna. I have a low key crush on Diego Luna. Uh, I liked his character in Rogue One. I like, uh, militant leftist radicals. This is really my kind of show. This was made, this feels made for me. So, okay. Uh, um, hot take. Andor is good, but. It's my least favorite Star Wars show so far. Oh, wow. So, and this is the thing. So, I really enjoy Rogue One as a movie. Don't get me wrong. I am not disagreeing that it's a great film. All right? Let's be real clear. Um, And I also, again, like this show and am enjoying it. So, when I say this, understand that this is not a me saying it is bad or me saying that, you know, like, I'm not trying to diminish any of the good things about this show. All right? Let's be real clear. But I guess it's just the problem is, and this is this is the issue, is that um, it's such a, a... I feel like they're trying to go prestige television with this in the way that I feel like a lot of the other Star Wars stuff isn't burdened with. Like, it's... I... What, I, what I'm missing that I usually get out of my Star Wars media, and this is, again, not a criticism of the show, but why I don't like it as much. I usually get a far more of a sense of hope out of my Star Wars media, and I feel like um, I don't necessarily get that because it also wouldn't make sense for his character because one of the largest constraints that this show is going to have is that um, it's it's got to get you to the same guy you saw at the beginning of Rogue One, right? And he's still, in many ways, a very pragmatic character at the beginning of that film. And I feel like he warms up throughout the film Rogue One, but we 
we can't have that character journey for him, right? Like that character journey mm-hmm. happens later for him. So it's it's understanding that we're never going to see that part of his story in this setting. That it it just kind of like it's and again, I'm enjoying it. It's just like it leads me like it it doesn't feel the brightness that I usually look for when I'm watching a star piece of Star Wars media. You know what I mean? That's absolutely fair. Um, I, I it's hard for me to compare it to the other like two of the other shows. One of them is ongoing, at least the live action ones. One of them is ongoing. The other two were mini series that were about larger than life figures. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I think that's part of what I am really enjoying about Andor is that Cassian does not have, um, he doesn't have Jedi powers yeah. or mercenary yeah. connections or a one of a kind starfighter to fall back on or a reputation. He's just kind of a scrappy dude yeah. who, you know, fights cops. And honestly, that again, that goes a long way for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, it's it, like, it's, and again, I'm enjoying the show. It is interesting to contrast this with Kenobi because both Kenobi and Andor are shows about a character that are prequels to right before the character is going to show up in a movie and die. Um, <laughs> spoilers uh, yeah, for Rogue true. One and spoilers for Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Um, <laughs> which happen right next to each other. In the timeline. These shows have a lot in common. Um, <laughs> that's... the They both have beards. This show, these shows have a lot in common. Um, <laughs> I, I think the beard bit might be a bit, bit... I'm not... I don't know if that's, like, the first thing I think of when I think of Cassie and Antar. <laughs> well, right, but it's I'm just, like the shows are both about like some guy who's going to be very important to the resistance uh who's like uh on and the show's named after them and the next time they show up in a film they're gonna die yeah they're, they're gonna die giving their life giving their life With, to help destroy the death star within a week of each other yes i want to point that out. within a week there's only five years difference between kenobi's time when kenobi took place and when this takes place Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm still kind of. There is something, I, and I know it's kind of a divisive thing with Star Wars fans. Um, the seeing the people at what should be their lowest point, finding the dedication and drive to form the rebellion, I find that whole. I find that whole thing just deeply interesting like i really liked rebels as a cartoon i think i like clone wars more but it's that it scratches that same itch for me and even uh honestly um the current ongoing animated series the bad batch also kind of scratches that itch for me except that i don't know where they're going to end up in the next few years like i don't know maybe Maybe uh, the uh, the gang, maybe the Bad Batch gang will, you know, live on. Maybe they were in one of the ships in uh, Rise of Skywalker or something. I don't know. But I, I really, I didn't know that I, I didn't know that I wanted Star Wars as a spy movie, but I, I'm actually thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah, I want to be clear that like I'm I'm being critical, I know, but I am li- I do like the show. I just Oh no, it, that's fair. You know what it is? I feel like it's less for me in that sense than than some of the other stuff that has been in the Star Wars media. And that's okay. Like it it's still good. No, that's fair. I don't know, again, have you had a chance to watch any of Andor yet? Nope. I've been <laughs> I've been watching Bee and Puppy Cat. Oh, I've been meaning to catch up on that. I'm so happy that that got rescued by Netflix of all people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> we'll have a discussion after you watch it. Okay. That sounds good. Netflix I'm used excited. to be known for saving things. 
Yeah, yeah, that's not them anymore, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they technically saved it. Kind of. It's a thing. It's a... Yeah. Cartoon Hangover was a mistake. Anyway, um, it... It was and wasn't. I don't know. Uh, more power to small-time animators. Just don't read me the wrong way. But no, Andor, uh, it's off to a good start. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it sounds like you're enjoying it too, Trey, just in a different way. Yeah. Um, I know something that both of us are enjoying very thoroughly, though. And that is uh, the third season of Star Trek Lower Decks, which is back and continues to just just churn out bangers of Star Trek episodes, yeah, no, honestly. Star Trek Lower Decks is re- re- continuing to be like one of my favorite things. It's just... Yeah, it's speaking. That is something that is definitely for me. It's uh, <laughs> the season three has been amazing so far. Absolutely. Um. Every week, a new delightsome, uh, like journey through the weirder sides of Star Trek. Though my current favorite thing is uh, the uh, Starfleet, like at a job fair or like college campus. The idea of them having a booth there just, it makes me so happy. Yeah, no, it's like, oh, I I, I feel like we're going to see that archaeologist again. I f- Mariner confirmed as super duper gay. Um, well, I, yeah, think, I think I'm I, here for it. I'm pretty sure, and I was pretty certain she was canonically bisexual. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's kind of what I meant. But like, I'm, it's nice to have that explored on screen more. Yeah. And not just as a throwaway line. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's and and I I I everything everything about the most recent episode I think was pretty phenomenal. Um it's uh like the the entire I like what they're doing with the Rutherford plot. Um like the the Rutherford plot I think is really 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 interesting where they keep giving us more and more about the secrets and mysteries as to like his his blanked memories and like i also enjoyed the the callback like but in the main plot like the callback to like the bug aliens like to the conspiracy episode of next generation that was very funny like that, that didn't happen no, i think that I... actually really happened like <laughs> it's what i love about lower decks is that they find the comedy in things that have been done on the show in seriousness. Like that's, that's really mm-hmm. like, there are so many goofy ass things that Star Trek has done and taken seriously. And then we've, we've had to keep going with the very serious trademark shows and just treat like reality as normal. And it's just occasionally to go back and go like, Oh no, this, this goofy shit was canon the whole time. We, We've just been pretending it wasn't there, but it's canon. Yeah, no, I love that. I absolutely adore that. Yeah, it's, um, oof, it's just, it's so, it's so great. It's, I think that, um, it's interesting because, like, I mentioned how, like, Andor wasn't necessarily for me. It's my parents who are huge Star Trek fans, just cannot get into Lower Decks at all. Mm. Uh, Not because, like, they don't dislike, they just the the jokes are not aimed at their sense of humor like no, they I can get see that. they get the star trek references and like they you know they've been watching discovery and strange new worlds and picard and like you know they they've been watching all three of the live action shows but yeah it's uh, they just have not been able to get into stra- to uh, lower decks which is going to be really confusing to them when they get to whatever that uh, crossover <laughs> episode that's coming next season. Um, and I really hope they make, I really, w- I want Boimler to have purple hair. If you know, shows up in. Yeah. Jack Quaid yeah. in like live yeah, action. Jack Quaid in live action. So. Cause I don't know if we've been told if the lower decks characters will appear as live action or if the thing will be animated whenever a lower decks character is on screen. We d- we have we have not known we don't know. True, yeah, we don't, and I will just have to wait and see, I guess. To quote Neil Gaiman, <laughs> whenever he's asked about Good Omen season two <laughs> on Tumblr, 
It, he always responds. He has said wait no, and I see know. so many times. Uh, yeah. It's his thing. It is. It is. A, I get it. It is words that he says, and he says those words, and within those words is great wisdom that you will only understand by truly waiting and seeing. Oh, I just remember when Tumblr like put up the whole like because uh, they Tumblr will promotionally like do like ask celebrity things and like whatever on the Tumblr thing. And like they did one for Neil Gaiman ahead of Sandman's release and like everyone's response on Tumblr was like, what are you talking about? We can ask Neil Gaiman questions all the time. He lives <laughs> here. <laughs> like <laughs> he lives here, Tumblr. <laughs> we all know it's, we got two celebrities on Tumblr. We've got Neil Gaiman and we've got Will Wheaton. Those are those are our two Tumblr celebrities. I mean, I guess there are more writers out there who have Tumblrs, but those are the two, the big two. Those are the only ones that matter. Sorry, everyone. No, I don't actually feel that I think way. Diane Duane also has a Tumblr. She counts. I I. I I read. I feel like we need to get the ghost of Ursula Le Guin. I think her ghost would be, have a fire tumbler. Specifically, her ghost. Well, let's get witch blur on it. I I feel like that. All the witches a on the pursuit. Nerd and Tie podcast Discord. There are many. This is our you. new thing. We <laughs> need you to get the ghost we, we, of Ursula Le Guin, and we need you to help her set up a tumbler. Yes. We've, there are a bunch of witches on the Nerd and Tie Network Discord. Get on it. Make it happen, people. I believe in you. Imagine someone listening to the show with no idea that we're serious, that there are a bunch of witches I, on the Nerd and Tie Network Discord. Yeah. No, it's, it's uh, well, you know what? It, it'll be delightful when they find out. They're, they're just going to have to find out the, the cool way. Let's... <laughs> Speaking of realms of magic and power, Gen should probably unlike... Gen should probably unmute because <laughs> I forced... I'm coming in. All right, not, rings not of power. Unlike the, the, yeah, not unlike the Nerd and Die Discord, <laughs> Middle Earth is filled with magic. <laughs> so, so Amazon's Rings of Power show got started. Um, do we have thoughts at this point? Um, I just want to make it clear. I have not seen any of the episodes. I don't have oh my God. any of the, I don't have the streaming server. I don't have Amazon prime. I'm gonna I go did to your send house. you the Harfoot song. <laughs> I sent you that yesterday. I know for a fact. I sent you and I house. forgot to I'm watch gonna... it. And when I tried to watch it today, it was already taken down. Curses. <laughs> I'm going to go to your house. I'm going to, uh, I'm reading the wiki. Physically watch the show with you so it's not <laughs> violating my terms of service. Fight a no. God. <laughs> I mean, I can still talk about stuff. I'm currently reading the wiki and I know the orcs most of the thing. It's great. I love it. Yes. Orcs. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw Celeste tweet out that like they they sing and this is the best from um, the Rankin Bass it's the best thing since the Rankin Bass Return of the King. It's true. I'm sorry, Peter Jackson. I've you never did a, seen the a, Rankin Bass Return of the King. I think the only anime I've seen the Rankin Bass Hobbit, but I haven't seen either the box. I haven't seen the Bakshi Lord of the Rings, and I haven't seen the Rankin Bass Return of the King. All right, we got to do a nerd and tie like weekend movie marathon. We're gonna do all right all three people, of the animated. It's your people turn. I know. All right. Absolutely love. You're... Like when I talk to people, they love The Hobbit. They they'll tell me the Bakshi Lord of the Rings is really good, and they hate Return of the King. That one was my favorite growing up. All right, all right, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this: if yeah, in all seriousness, if you pick a weekend and you host it, I will come to your house <laughs> or to a cabin chosen by you in the wilds of Wisconsin, because you know, like I never host things myself. We go rent a cabin, um, but. Uh, Let's. Uh, I will come and I will watch those <laughs> with you. All right, and well, I will you... bring a Roku with my Amazon Prime login on it, and we can watch uh, the Rings, the of, Rings power. of Power. Well, you gotta swing by and grab Celeste. 
Because she's the one that's got all the movies. That's what I say. I I I own the physical copies of Hobbit. We can watch them at my house, but she has the movies. And uh, Return of the King, because Return of the King is again inexplicably the one that I'm ride or die for. (laughs) Okay, we can all drive down to Celeste's house. I I don't know if you guys want to do that. Okay, if you want. (laughs) Well, either that, or someone's gotta go get Celeste. There's a way. Where there's a whip, whoosh, there's a way. Okay. Where there's a whip, we don't so, want to Rings of Power, today. even though I haven't seen it, I do know that <laughs> it's about um, things going on in the Second Age, and the the they're picking out the major events that happen in the Second Age, kind of smushing them all together. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, it's a lot of stuff to go through. Because the Tolkien estate uh, won't let them use anything from the Cimmerillion. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Even though a lot of this is mentioned in the Cimmerillion. Yeah, but they it's just, really they, funny because it has, like it has to be in the appendices for Lord of the Rings. If I had a dollar for every time like Elrond has said Silmarils, <laughs> it's really important. Student debt forgiveness. I forgot to be honest. Elrond, it's. So I'm I, so far I'm really I've been enjoying the show more as it's going on. Um, I've gotten over the TV look of certain things, um, mm. like because a lot of it's just visual direction stuff that that's bugging me. Um, but overall, I'm digging it. Um, it's yeah, it's so far it is deeply enjoyable. It's I'm I might find like, we've had some elven dudes show up with long hair now, so. Uh, I'm I'm still able to like I'm still annoyed that Elrond has like looks like he went to cost cutters, but um Okay, <laughs> but um he's also half man. He's only a half elf. So give him a little credit. He probably still has some some man grunginess. Um I don't think they've told us that vibes, though. though. Yeah, he's got the darkest looking elf. Um, I don't think they've told us that he's half person, the half man. Um, oh, they told you in the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, okay. In the original trilogy, yeah, yeah, he's Elrond, half elven. He, um, well, ooh, are you gonna let me delve into like lore tangents? <laughs> oh, go ahead, go right for okay. it. Go for it. So Elrond is one of a, a pair of twins. Um. I have to remember the name of the twin. Do, 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 do. One sec. They're both E names. Elros. Um, so Elrond and Elros um, are both half elves. So they were given the choice to either go full elf or full human. They could choose to be immortal or mortal. And one brother chose to be immortal and the other brother chose to be mortal. So, Who and the because heck chooses mortality. Uh, Elros. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, oh, the, um, the the title character from Three by Three Eyes, like that's the entire like story of that manga shush, is you. is her trying to become <laughs> mortal. Shush. I I but would I mean, rather, if... I would rather be a hot immortal. Here's the thing: if Elros had never chosen to be mortal, we would never have gotten. Um, Numenor and the Numenorians, and you have never had Aragorn. We could have found someone else to rule the Mountain Kingdom. In fact, actually, what does what does Gondor need a king for? <laughs> I mean, Boromir says that Gondor needs no king, but I know. I mean, I guess yeah, it means you don't get with us now. anymore. I guess it yeah. means you don't get a Sildur. Um, I don't know. It's I don't know enough about the Second Age. So the great thing about the show is I don't know shit about the Second Age, other than well, like, that's the, the couple fun of bit names. is like barely anybody knows anything about the Second Age. Right. He didn't write a lot about the Second Age. Right, right, right. So I'm like, I I'm like this whole like the this whole island full of people sure wasn't a factor in Lord of the Rings. So I'm betting they're fucked. No. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Numenor completely went under the ocean. Yeah. 
yeah, before like, Lord of the Rings happened, before the Third Age. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, are these guys actually going to be useful? Like, and like, is it gonna like? I don't know, man. I'm like, fucking, because we're on Numenor right now. <laughs> like, we're in Numenor right now at the show. So mm. like, Galadriel's there. So, uh, it's uh. And you know, obviously, we've got a Sildur there also. Uh, I I just love all the incels complaining about young Galadriel being a Mary Sue. I'm like, did they fucking watch the Lord of the Rings? Like, even if you haven't read the books, <laughs> did you watch like the five minutes of her like warging out in the Lord of the Rings? Like, <laughs> yeah, like when when she was like passing the test of Galadriel. Fucking scary. <laughs> I don't she know. Is, she's ridiculously powerful. Yeah. Her yeah, soloing a troll is like the least amazing thing I could think of her doing. I'm like, honestly. <laughs> she is canonically badass even in the movie continuity. Yeah. I mean, she's one of the three to still wear the like elven rings of power. I think it was I during think, the Lord of the Rings movies. I think it was a tweet that like I think it was a tweet I saw that like talked about how like if Alien and Terminator came out. Uh, Terminator Two came out today. That these oh, guys, yeah. these same guys who talk about how great those films are, would call it woke nonsense. And yes, like, I saw that. And I'm like, it's it's very true. It's, it's unfortunately yeah. true. Yeah, that's exactly what these guys would do because they suck and uh, they mm-hmm. will bitch about anything, and uh, they want to start a culture war. And the bad news is, is that they won't go away until we sit them down and explain to them that they are wrong. And some of them can be taught and some of them can't. (coughs) And that's what the front end of my car is for. But anyways, everyone that I've spoken to about the Rings of Power has been really enjoying the series. You mean the people who have actually watched it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I I really well like I want to put this in perspective. My my partner is not a Tolkien person. Mm-hmm. Like she's never been able to get into uh, anything Tolkien. Like the books, the films, just hasn't been her thing. And she's actually gotten really into this show. It's cool. really I've, it's really yeah. cool actually being able to share that with with my partner for like literally the first time in like a decade of being with this person i will it's... say that uh to to echo an earlier sentiment this episode hey amazon pay your hair costume and makeup people more money <laughs> yeah. and give them time to prep yeah give them pre-production them time not giving them any freaking time to do their job and it's just like if you want the quality of costuming that was on the original movies well, like, you're never going to get to the, the point of the original movies because they literally spent two years making chainmail by hand out of plastic rings for the original movies. Yeah. yeah. They invented new ways to do costuming chainmail because they had so much to produce and they didn't want to just do like printed cloth like so many films have done before. Mm-hmm. Um, or you get like one or two hero costumes and then everyone in the background is in a sweater. <laughs> it's. Oh, so much sweater chainmail in old movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying Rings of Power. It's good, and if you don't like it uh, for a normal reason, that's fine. If you don't want to watch it because you hate Amazon, that is also acceptable. That's also a okay. That's a okay. But if it's because Galadriel is scary and kicks ass, uh, you don't know shit about Lord of the Rings. Go sit in your <laughs> yeah, you room don't. and cry. Like, yeah. You're allowed to dislike it for many reasons, but if that's your reason, yeah, there are good reasons to dislike the show. Yeah, it's just most of the one the ones that people are most vocal about are not good reasons. Exactly. <laughs> and if people think that everything from the second age is weird, <laughs> just wait until you delve into the first. <sighs> Things are crazy, uh. y'all. <laughs> The trees glow. Well, there's that's no good. sun, but there's light. Nope. That's there's two trees. That's flipping weird, man. And there's lots of music. I don't. I don't want to. Melkor had I'm, to freaking ruin it. I'm glad the first stage is over. That sounds <laughs> boring as shit. All right. It's poetic and weird. I You're poetic and weird. 
Yes, um, <laughs> that's a fact. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a truthful statement. But going, I, I'm just like reading the synopsis of like things, and I'm just really glad that like they're bringing in a bunch of characters that like I know from the books, which is really exciting, and they're bringing in a lot of themes that are also in like the forbidden love between an elf and a human that repeats itself yeah, a yeah, couple yeah. Times. i don't Which understand is... that it's this is just a general criticism of tolkien that i've always kind of had that like mm-hmm. i mean that somehow elves have to give up their immortality or something like that and then i'm just like can't you just like bang the dude till he gets old and dies and then just you know head out later like i mean <laughs> I mean, I don't know. His world, Not, his rules. I was, I was like, Arwen, like, I mean, just bang the dude, then go leave and find a new dude. Like, I don't understand. I this mean, conflict doesn't make also, sense to me. Connor McLeod did this a lot, like and he AI. was fine. You're also not thinking like an early 20th century Catholic, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let and one who is... That's true. I've never thought like an early 20th century Catholic. Yeah, and one who was like deeply studying like old English and like Anglo-Saxon and like all these like ancient like myths and legends and stories. The guy who makes me look like a King Arthur plebe. That yeah. That guy. <laughs> yeah. And, also, and who wanted like to the echo ultimate these wife themes. guy. Like, I'm sorry, J.R.R. Tolkien was way too much of a wife guy to oh, gosh, even yeah. consider the oh, idea. Oh gosh, of, yeah. Like, the entire poem yeah. of Theron and Luthien is about him and his wife. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't think he could imagine. I mean, like, here's the thing: if if my wife became immortal and not me, right? So let's we'll put it this perspective. I would be 100% fine with that, and I would also be 100% fine with her moving on the moment I was dead. I only care about what happens when I'm alive. <laughs> I mean, fair point. So, that's, you know, yeah, that's perfectly valid. It's uh, But you didn't write Lord of the Rings. That's right, so I didn't. It's a little different. That's right, I didn't. <laughs> a little different. Know, it's, speak, friend, and enter. Why is that in Elvish? Um... <laughs> Don't make me answer questions. Because <laughs> I have answers. Because they were friends at one point, and then they didn't become friends. And it's it's a tragic commentary that they're so divided that they wouldn't even think to just say the word friend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a... Yeah. It's a... I don't know. I, I think that if you listen to Stormwood and Associates, <laughs> you have a better version of that puzzle. <laughs> In last week's episode. Oh, yeah. It was in a regular episode. Yeah. At the episode yeah. that just went live on Friday. Ah. Uh, went live on Friday once. I can't wait for the episode after that. <laughs> it's going to be fun. A couple episodes after that. I don't know yeah, how long. Yeah, a couple long. episodes after that. We've got the, the next, uh, they, they, at the end of the last recent episode, uh, the the uh, a certain thing came out of the darkness and then the episode ended. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. A good cliffhanger, good cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's gonna have the. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, go and listen to Stormwood. Stormwood Associates campaign two. It's fun. It's and wild. It's a lot. Liz Stormwood <laughs> gets thrown back ten feet a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she does. Poor girl. Okay, she so does not roll well. Uh so anyways. <laughs> anyways, rings of power going well so far. Indeed. Anybody butt hurt it. by it can stay butt hurt. And again, you're allowed to dislike it for legitimate reasons. We just will not accept that one specific reason. Yep. Dumb sexism, bad reason. Hating oh, or racism. Good reason. Yeah, racism. I will not yeah. accept racism either. What? Oh yeah, racism is also bad. Yeah. Yep. You I, know, I, here's I, the thing: is that this is what, again, I, I'll say this before. I'll say this again. I don't understand people complaining about black elves because I'm pretty sure Tolkien doesn't actually describe like 
the, the the elves have pointy ears. That's not in Tolkien at all. I don't understand people being upset about black elves or black dwarves or black hobbits because you know what all of those things have in common? They're not real. They're not real. <laughs> they don't fucking exist. If you can accept a dragon but can't accept black people, we've got a problem. We have a problem, mm-hmm. and the problem is you. Mm-hmm. It's not realistic. Realistic to what? <laughs> it's Middle Earth. It's made up. The these whole are, thing is made up. These things are proto hobbits. They are three feet tall. What are you talking about? Yeah, and like Tolkien barely wrote anything about them. T- to be fair, <sighs> like thanks to um, I'm uh, before we before we move on, I need to get this off my chest. We do have to remember that like mo- especially our modern take on fantasy has been doubly poisoned by. Uh, what is realistic middle uh, middle ages? What people's conception of what is realistic middle ages has been uh, completely contorted by George R. Martin's sexist idiot mind. Oh, because oh, yeah. he knows nothing about what the middle ages were like. Yeah, and it's embarrassing as a historian hearing people explain to me why X horrible thing in game of thrones is actually historically accurate (laughs) i mean there's nothing historical historically (laughs) accurate about game of thrones because there are dragons yeah it's not real it's like another thing where it's westeros isn't real real. it's not real guys it's not real westeros not real middle earth not real lancelot they're they're fucking imaginary and that's why we get to have fun. Lancelot's just someone's OC. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. all. It's not real. This is all just made up. It's fantasy Same for a reason. Anyway. <laughs> so Galahad is double OC. So is OC, my face do not steal. OC. Anyway. Celeste's face um, is my OC. Do not steal. <laughs> Anyways, Bob and Hat Steve Challenge. Um, Let's do it. All right, so this is the part of the show where I read a line of a book, and the, uh, the, uh, the, well, if you guess what it is, you get included in the Hall of Awesome. If you uh, guess correctly, benefits of the Hall of Awesome are as follows. One, you get your name listed on our website on a page that's really hard to find, but it's there. Two, I read your name aloud every episode. Three, I think about you in the dead of night when you need it most. Anyways, current members of the Hall of Awesome are as follows. Archimide, Zero, Rena Nascenti, Cheese McDammy, Crystal, Slithery D, Shameless Otaku, The Random Ramblings Man, Corfan, Capito, Chris Graham, Lulisaurus, Paper Godzilla, Cavsy, The Minnesota Librarian, Sean Orange, Keith Shizuo, Sakura Sunset, Joel Kreisman, Patrick Delahanty, Wonderland Hearts, and Megzi Sass Council. I have been reading from the same book for a while. I am not trying to make this hard. I'm going to... Uh, Pick a random line, and I'm going to read it. Yes, sir, but I'm sure you are also aware the contact team received assurance they were the first interstellar voyagers the Bandy had met. So how have the Bandy been doing that off-world trading if they have been and with whom? If you know a book that's from... Go to nerdandtie.com, click on the contact form, fill it out, tell us. Or if you'd like to participate in our occasional mailbag section where we read letters from you and uh, let you comment on our ideas, thoughts, and hopes, uh, you go to that form as well. And, uh, yeah, that's words that are coming out of my mouth, I guess, at this point, at some point in time. I don't know. So let's get us Who out knows of here. anymore? <laughs> to, uh, as always, it has been another great month uh, of fun things. As always, I am Celeste. I'm Trey Dorn. And I was muted for a hot second. Again, Proc! And remember... A, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, Ed and Ruby, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I should say. 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any place that podcasts can be downloaded and listened to, please consider rating reviewing us on those places, too, because it helps us in the algorithms and stuff, and it makes us feel special and happy down in our heart of hearts. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on um, many, many things, but we also can follow us on social media. Man, I am out of it tonight. You can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at Nerd and Tie. We are at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Nerd and Tie. We are on Tumblr at NerdandTie.tumblr.com. We are also, we have a Discord where you can chat with us and everybody else on the Nerd and Tie podcast network at NerdandTie.com slash Discord. You'll find an invite and... Uh, you know, one of the things that we do on that Nerd and Tie podcast network, we talked about Storm Associates, but we also we do the Meat Grinder. And we just literally recorded the third season of the Meat Grinder earlier this month. And season one, season two of the season two of the Meat Grinder is wrapping up in a couple of weeks with its season finale coming out October 15th. And there are two whole seasons of the Meat Grinder you can listen to that are amazing. And the third season is going to be weird as heck. Trust me. I'm really excited for you guys to hear that, and that'll come out at the beginning of next year. So uh, remember, um, listen to that. Remember, if you want to support this show, uh, you can either sponsor episodes directly by following the Sponsor Our Shows button on the NerdandTie.com website. You can contribute to our legal fund by going to GoFundMe.com slash NerdandTie. Or uh, if you want to contribute to us directly, I've got a Patreon at Patreon.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. Celeste has a Patreon. What's your current Patreon address, Celeste? That is patreon.com slash Celeste is best. And uh, again, sell stuff on the internet as Ocelot Dude designs sometimes, depending on whether or not Gen's store is open. Gen? It's open right now. Store is open. So you Go should, look. So you should buy stuff. On Etsy. Yeah. Ocelot Dude. Um, and uh, remember, in your heart, in your mind, in the places that you don't think about at night, in the place that you filed that one thing that one time, you know what I'm talking about, and you're like, you didn't want, you know, Bob to find out about it. It's right there. That's where we are. We're we're right there. Right next next. No, not to the left of the. Yeah, to there, 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 to the left. Yeah, that's that's where we are, in your heart. Keep on spocking in the free world. You know, I'm dancing on your ventricle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm fighting the Vorta in your aorta. <laughs> and uh yeah so what i'm thinking is that uh the thumbnail for this image we're still recording the show's still going on but for the Why? image of this episode i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna ai generate a courtroom sketch of sauron in court yes good that's, yes that's what we're gonna generate for this episode and you listening to the episode probably already saw that but i don't care hecker deserves it yeah, go to jail, Sauron. Go to go to jail, Sauron. Because yeah, Lord but... knows no one's going to get around to killing you. Not in this show. <laughs>